hello there, friends. Welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'll be with you this hour playing 78 RPM records from my collection, an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. We open the program today with a very late record, one of the very last, by Irving Aronson and his commanders from April 18, 1935. And if you've only ever heard Irving Aronson's band of the 1920s when he was known for playing novelty tunes and sort of comedy foxtrots, this one might surprise you. It's a bit more straightforward hot dance with a touch of jazz, (laughs) as the title would suggest. It's called Jazzaroo. This was issued by the Columbia label, record number 3043, pressed in that beautiful royal blue shellac. Actually, I think a rather plain black shellac bass with the blue laminate. In any case, let's go ahead and listen to Irving Aronson. and his commanders. 
1935 edition of the band, and if they sound nothing like the orchestra that you might be used to from records like Oh You Sweet Old Whatchamacallit, What No Spinach, or Let's Misbehave, (laughs) it's because by 1935, the band that Irving Aronson was fronting was almost entirely different in terms of personnel. Uh, A big contingent of his orchestra had quit, basically, in the early 1930s. Uh, After an extended stay in California, he wanted the band to go back east for engagements in New York, and some of the band had gotten spoiled by the sunshine and weather out there in California and decided to just stay put. (laughs) So back to New York, Irving Aronson went and reformed his orchestra with a lot of new players, presumably new arrangers, and tried to keep up with the changing styles, thus we get things like Jazzaroo. That tune, incidentally, was composed by Franklin Marks, a guy who led his own orchestra in the mid to late 1930s, at least on record, and he is credited with composing things like Jammin', Cream Puff, and Turn Off the Moon. (laughs) Well, my name is Brian Wright. If you're just joining us, welcome. We're having a good time here today listening to 78 RPM records of the 1920s, 30s, 40s, even a few from the 1950s today. And up next, I have uh, a song that was extraordinarily popular in early 1926. It's called Thanks for the Buggy Ride by Jules Bufano. And this song was recorded by dozens and dozens of performers in the United States and abroad. And I've never been quite able to figure out whether the song was intended as a loving tribute to a vanishing way of life or as something a bit more tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> it starts out you know, with the line, thanks for the buggy ride, thanks for the buggy ride, I had a wonderful time, no smell of gasoline, just an old-fashioned team, it was a wonderful treat to hear the patter of horses' feet, but then the next line takes a bit of a turn, my bones were nearly broke, I took it as a joke, (laughs) it was all new to me because I was used to riding in a big limousine, but buggy riding loving sure beats any machine, so although I've lost my pride, thanks for the buggy ride, I had a wonderful time. And uh, I'm only able to rattle that off because I've heard this record so many times through the years. It was one that caught my ear as a child when I was just getting into 78s, and I've uh, picked up quite a few versions of it through the years. So we'll start this set in April of 1926. The Victor record of the tune made by Frank Crummett will follow that with a dance arrangement by the Six Jumping Jacks, a Harry Reeser group with Tom Stax singing it. That was made almost two months earlier, February 12th, 1926. And then, wrapping up the set, another example of how popular this song was, it even spawned its own answer songs. <laughs> so we'll hear Aileen Stanley and Johnny Marvin from June of 1927 sing I Walked Back from the Buggy Ride, Victor 20822. So, to start this next set now, Frank Crummett and Thanks for the Buggy Ride. a ride, but not in a machine, it was a buggy ride, with my sweetie by my side, now making love, going 50 miles an hour, don't compare with the one horsepower, many cars I've tried, but give me a buggy ride. Thanks for the buggy ride, thanks for the buggy ride, I had a wonderful time. No smell of gasoline, just an old-fashioned team, it was a wonderful treat to hear the patter of horses' feet. My bones were nearly broke, I took it as a joke, 
It was all new to me Cause I was used to riding in a big limousine But buggy riding loving sure beats any machine Now although I lost my pride Thanks for the buggy ride I had a wonderful time Now since I took that buggy ride That's all I want to do No more machines for me Taking chances, hitting a tree Let me give you some sensible advice A buggy ride is awfully nice Though it's not in the style The ride sure is worthwhile Thanks for the buggy ride, thanks for the buggy ride I had a wonderful time I like to smell the hay and watch the chickens play I crave the colorful scene where pigs are gambling on the green He set an awful pace, he couldn't win the race From an old-fashioned snail I never knew a horse could see so good in the dark He must have found a hundred different places to park By gosh during his pesky hide Thanks for the buggy ride, I had a wonderful time Thanks for the buggy ride, thanks for the buggy ride I had a wonderful time No smell of gasoline, just an old-fashioned team It was a wonderful treat to hear the patter of horses' feet My bones were nearly broke, I took it as a joke It was all new to me These fellas with their motorcycles hand me a laugh the girlie in the tub looks like she's taking a bath Still I'm more than satisfied Thanks for the buggy ride I had a wonderful time Wait for the wagon Wait for the wagon Wait for the wagon We'll all take a
all evening, ain't it low? Yes, it is, and it's a shame, you know, I got no place to go. Oh, yes, you have. We're going to take a buggy ride, you see. Oh, no, we're not, because the last ride that I took cured me. You know, I walked back from the buggy ride. The buggy ride, the buggy ride. Oh, you won't walk back from this buggy ride. No, sirree, not with me. The way he looked into my eyes, I knew I needed exercise. So you walk back from that buggy ride? Because horses carry tails. That horse there, Miranda, got him all slicked up for you. Gosh, that buggy looks fine. Shined and polished that up, too. Say, did you do that all for me? Yeah, now I feel like a sap. Well, if that's so, I guess I'll go. Then jump right in. Giddy up. Sure is a fine evening. Look at that there moon. Say, listen, Miranda, if I should give you a kiss, would you holler for help? Oh, go on now. Would you really need help? Well, how would you meet the situation? Face to face. What are you doing? Rubbing it off? Gosh, no, I'm rubbing it in. (laughs) (laughs) Say, hear that music? Yeah, isn't that dandy? That's over there grounds. Let's go over there. They're having a shindig. All right, let's go. Whoa, Nancy. Hello there, Miranda. Let's walk back from the buggy ride Through all those hills and dales His feet said brains, you make her stay My feet said brains, be on your way So let's walk back from the buggy ride Cause horses carry tails Well, if I was unsure that the original Thanks for the Buggy Ride might be a bit tongue-in-cheek This one certainly was From 1927, Aileen Stanley and Johnny Marvin with I Walked Back from the Buggy Ride. And did you catch some of the lines in there? (laughs) I walked back from the buggy ride because horses carry tails. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe something of a response to that line in the original about no smell of gasoline, just an old fashioned team. There was also a line in there, Miranda, if I were to kiss you, would you holler for help? And she responds with, would you really need help? Which... Yeah, it's kind of corny, but they were having fun writing and singing that back in 1927, and I think it's still a bit fun to hear it today. Victor 20822. Before that, we heard two versions of the original Thanks for the Buggy Ride. First, Frank Crummett in April of 1926, and then Harry Reeser's Six Jumping Jacks in February of 1926. And in another mark of how popular this song was, it spawned its own feature film in early 1928, The film was called Thanks for the Buggy Ride, and it starred Laura LaPlante, Glenn Tryon, and Richard Tucker, and it tells the story of Jenny, who is a dance instructor who, by chance, meets a guy named Joe Hall, who's a song promoter. They visit a while, then he takes her home, and at the end of the trip, she says something to the effect of Thanks for the Buggy Ride, which gives him the idea for a new song. He writes the song, takes it to his publisher, 
And uh, while he's presenting it, Jenny shows up and inadvertently insults the publisher who decides, that's it, I'm not going to publish the song. So the remainder of the film finds Jenny trying to get some attention for the song. She visits a whole troupe of vaudeville performers and, you know, it all ends happily eventually. Unfortunately, I don't know if the film survives. I've only been able to read a synopsis online. It's one of those late-era silent films that doesn't seem to be in circulation. Now, whether that means it's gone for good, I don't know, or maybe just locked away in a vault somewhere, but I've never seen it. If you have, uh, send me a note. Let me know. Shellacstack at gmail.com. Is it any good? (laughs) I wonder. Well, let's continue now with some more records, and we'll turn next to comedian and musician Jerry Colonna and his San Fernando Valley pals. My daughter, Kiki, has a book that she loves to read called The Wonky Donkey, and the idea for sort of rhyming donkey (laughs) lyrics or poems or whatever extends back at least to the 40s when uh, Jerry Colonna made this record of a song he composed with John Wolfe called Honky Little Donkey. After that, we'll hear from Hank Snow and the Rainbow Ranch Boys, and we'll wrap up this set with a little Western swing by Spade Cooley and his band. But to start us off, Jerry Colonna... Honky Little Donkey, a continuation of our buggy ride theme, I guess. Just a little bit pokey, but friendly and folksy, my honky little donkey and me. We don't mind the weather just as long as we're together, we're as happy as we can be. He looks like he's napping, but his ears are flapping as we travel along the trail. He handles the rhythm to each tune that I give him with his feet and the end of his tail. All day long he picks him up and lays him down so neat. We don't have to hurry and we don't have to worry as long as the sunset we beat with a spitter and his patter not a thing's gonna matter to my pokey little mopey little honky little donkey and me A little bit dopey, my honky little donkey and me. Let the cowboys do the roping, we're content to just a moping. No saddle with silver have we. For the skillet we've got bacon, for a smoke we have the makings, and a little song so happy and free. While the world is going crazy, we'll forget it and be lazy. Don't you envy my donkey and me? We'll make our bed at sunset and we'll slumber by a stream. And we'll be so happy underneath an old serapi of a new day tomorrow we'll dream. Then we'll pitter and we'll patter. Not a thing will ever matter 
to my pokey little dopey little honky little donkey and me. out cause baby that's the last straw I've warned you many times before that I'm not taking that no more so baby that's the last straw every time my back is turned you get the urge to flirt someday you'll be sorry cause you're going to get hurt 
It's plain to see you can't behave You're driving me right to my grave And baby, that's the last straw suppose it would be rather tasteless of me to make some snide comment here about not wanting to push Spade Cooley to his last straw because in 1961, some 14 years after he made that record, he was convicted of murdering his second wife and he spent the rest of his years in prison, dying in 1969. But back in happier times in 1947, Spade Cooley was one of the most popular Western swing leaders in the country. He was on TV and radio and... Uh, really riding high for a little while there. Incidentally, Spade was, of course, not his real name. His real name was Donald Clyde Cooley, but evidently he picked up the nickname Spade sometime in the early 1930s after winning a poker game with three straight flush hands all in spades. That was RCA Victor record number 20-2866. Before that, Hank Snow and the Rainbow Ranch Boys in 1954 the next voice you hear, with that rather ominous-sounding opening line of the next voice you hear will be your conscience. <laughs> that starts out rather heavy. And uh, mm, I didn't exactly plan to have that right before the Spade Cooley record, um, speaking of conscience. Uh, let's sidestep that and just go back to the beginning. Starting the set, Jerry Colonna and his San Fernando Valley pals in 1947. Honky little donkey. Well, up next, I've pulled out a record for our friend Neil Siegel. I know he enjoys harmony vocal groups, and this one is a, a pretty good barbershop quartet by the name of the Eaton Boys. They made this in about 1941 for the Victor label. It's an old song by Andrew Sterling and Harry Von Tilzer that goes back to the, well, I guess around the turn of the century. It's called Wait Till the Sun Shines Nelly. And then we'll turn to Fred Hall and his orchestra, billed on the label of Clarion 5107 as Conrad Gray and his Mariners. You gotta give them marks for creativity on this one. Who knows where that came from? From October 31st, 1930, Arthur Fields will be the vocalist on Sentimental Baby. And then wrapping up the set, we'll pick up the tempo with Gene Cardos and his orchestra, Jackie Gale, the vocalist on a record from October of 1936 called The Color of Your Eyes. Starting the set, The Eaton Boys. Hope you like this one, Neil. Wait till the 
sun shines, Nellie, when the clouds go drifting by, we will be happy, Nellie, don't you sigh, don't sigh, down lover's lane we'll wander, Sweetheart, you and I Wait till the sun shines, Nellie By and by On a Sunday morn Sat a maid forlorn With her sweetheart by her side Through the window pane she looked at the rain, we must stay home, Joe, she cried. There's a picnic, too, at the old point view. It's a shame it rained today. Then the boy drew near, kissed away. She heard him softly say, Wait till the sun shines, Nellie, when the clouds go drifting by. We will be happy, Nellie. Some other smile. 
smart guy who looks like an old valentine sentimental baby oh how you fall for the men you just go on falling then your heart's broken again so there's only one thing i hope you'll agree sentimental baby fall for me
Melatone record from 1936, Gene Cardos and his orchestra, The Color of Your Eyes. My name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack, and if you're enjoying the program, drop me a line. Let me know where you're listening to the program from, and send along any comments, suggestions, or requests you may have. The email address here is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack, all one word, at gmail.com. And furthermore, if you enjoy the program, and uh, (laughs) I hope you do if you've made it this far into the episode, because otherwise this could be pure torture, um, and apologies to those who may be listening secondhand against their will. (laughs) But if you're enjoying the program and you'd like to help ensure that these keep coming on a more or less weekly basis, uh, I invite you by the Shellac Stack Patreon page, patreon.com slash shellacstack, where you can throw a little tip this way. The money I collect helps me to cover the cost of preparing and bringing these programs to you. A few folks like Glenn Ammer, Barbara Efros, and George Eisenhart have already been very generous over at Patreon, and I'm very grateful to them and to everyone else who has contributed. You can join them one more time, patreon.com slash shellacstack. My thanks to you all. Okay, back in the 1920s, the Brunswick label seemed to have a thing of pairing some of its star performers together as a gimmick for boosting record sales. They would continue this into the 1930s. I'm thinking of records like Duke Ellington with Bing Crosby or the Mills Brothers with Bing Crosby or the Boswell Sisters with Bing Crosby. (laughs) They really stretched Bing Crosby pretty thin when he was a hot item in the early 30s. But they had been doing that back in the 20s. And here we'll hear Isham Jones conducting Ray Miller's orchestra. It's a tune that Isham Jones wrote with Gus Kahn, and I say that because, of course, Ray Miller and Isham Jones were under contract to Brunswick, and somebody thought it would be a good idea to put both their names on this record. Anyway, it's Brunswick 2788 from December 4th, 1924. Why couldn't it be Poor Little Me? We'll follow that with a song I really like from 1921 called Leave Me With a Smile, written in part by Earl Burtnett. It's Edison 50892 by the Club DeVent Orchestra, a pretty decent version of that. But starting the next set, Isham Jones with Ray Miller's orchestra, Why Couldn't It Be Poor Little Me?
starting that little coupling, we heard Isham Jones conducting Ray Miller's orchestra, Brunswick 2788 from December of 1924, Why Couldn't It Be Poor Little Me, a song that Isham Jones wrote with Gus Kahn. And then the Club de Vind Orchestra in November of 1921, an Edison record of Leave Me With a Smile. Every once in a while I get an email from somebody, why do you bother to list the record label and numbers? Nobody cares, (laughs) which may be true of most listeners, but if there are fellow collectors out there, sometimes they like to know these details. It can help to position a recording in its respective labels catalog because different numbering schemes indicated different types of recordings, and if a dance band shows up in a label's country music series at least by the catalog number. Sometimes that's interesting to know. So I figure it doesn't take too much time to rattle off these label and numbers, and there is a method to the madness, (laughs) so to speak. At least I think so, but maybe that's a sign of the madness. (laughs) Well, we have time for three more records, and we're going to head to the swing era now and begin in 1937 with Teddy Hill and his NBC Orchestra. It's Bluebird 6897, for those keeping track, a tune by Pinky Tomlin, who became so famous for the object of my affection. But here, the tune is called The Love Bug Will Bite You If You Don't Watch Out. And I play this somewhat inspired by my recent bout with a a bunch of chiggers while doing lawn work. I think I mentioned that last week, and darned if the bites are still there and still itching. (laughs) After Teddy Hill, we'll hear from Larry Clinton and his orchestra, a Cosmo record from 1946, that good old Kohler and Arlen song, Stormy Weather, and wrapping up the set, something a little more forward-thinking from Stan Kenton's orchestra in 1947, capital 20086, Come Back to Sorrento. But starting us off, Teddy Hill and his NBC Orchestra. The love bug will bite you if you don't watch out. Love's bound. 
just like that, we've reached the end of another hour here on the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I thank you very much for the pleasure of your company. I hope you found some records that you enjoyed, maybe enough to come back next time when I'll be here and we'll do it again. Until then, thanks for listening. Take care and bye-bye. Thank you.